Welcome all to the third episode of the OzEdZen Community Podcast. It's Murray here, uh, just stepping in for GTR as he has to do some real life stuff and couldn't make it. Um, he'll be back for the next episode for sure. As we always say within the community, real life always comes first. The game Discord a long way second. Well, we've certainly gotten into a rhythm now. We have some structure to it, which appears to be received very well. Um, Brobot, I'm not going to call him Mate Brobot anymore because it's really annoying, uh, made an appearance. Much the same as he does in the server. Um, it can be quite annoying or it can be quite fun. Let's hope we haven't scared him off too much like those zombies do. We had some alpha stats, Eva updates about the daily racing, and let's not forget about Pete's public power events. I got that right, didn't I? His update. They will all be back. But let me introduce them again. Welcome back, Alpha, Eva, and Pete. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Good to have you all back. It's good to be back. A couple of exciting weeks. Hasn't it? It's been very exciting. And uh, Alpha, you sound a little bit different. Uh, yes, new and improved mic. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, our special guest this week is the current leader of OzEd's NZCC team, uh, ANZ, uh, OzNZ Balder, or Balder, or we'll get to that. Uh, and as the leader of the team, he is, uh, he's great for the role, but in real life, he wears a superhero's cape. Well, not really, but I think it's pretty close um, with what he does in um, outside of HCR2. But we'll chat to him later and we'll get into a bit of that. Thanks goes out to all who are listening and supporting this podcast. Keep on listening and sharing. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, without you, it, it, this podcast wouldn't be as fun. I'm going to keep it short. I know um, GTR goes into his segment uh, first, but we're going to jump straight into the our regular segments. Um, so we'll have Eva and Pete and Alpha all having a bit to say. I'll hand it over to Eva. So given we've seen all the dailies that are taking, they're taking a bit of a break for most part because now the focus is on the FSGP. Is that right? Thanks, Maury. Um, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks uh, with the release of this Fingersoft GP3 or FSGP for short. And it's been exciting because um, I can remember the first one that I didn't partake in and the second one that I did. And I remember all the amazing things that happened around it. I'm looking really looking forward to number three. I'm really looking forward to being competitive again amongst people and um, having a good laugh amongst the community because as much as we were competing against each other, we were also amongst the community giving each other tips and hints and hows and whys and whats. And that, to me, brought the community closer together. Did you do you actually remember how you went in the um, GPS? Oh, I reckon I reckon Alpha is going to have to chime in because I can't remember the stats that well. I have some stats here. Uh, you were knocked out in round two and finished four hundred fiftieth. Four fiftieth. Who was above me? How many people actually went in at Alpha? Not exactly sure, but there was well over a thousand. Was it was it some, was it around two two and a half thousand? I think so. That's that's pretty fantastic, Eva. You finished in the four hundred out of that many. I remember. I remember one very important thing. I was beaten by one point, by one place, <laughs> by our last our last guest Anubis. Um, yes, you he had a different name. He had a different name back then, but he beat me by he beat me by one place. 
over eight different events. I'm, I was very impressed by that um, and really disappointed at the same time. Sounds like you were putting in a protest then. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and like all the stuff that I've done in through my life in competition-wise, I always try and compete against myself. So, you know, the aim this this GP is to go better than I did last year. So, you know, it's not about trying to beat, you know, Anubis or Boulder or someone or whatever. It's about beating myself from last year because that's who I'm competing against. And did you say you went in the first GP? No, I didn't. No. No, I looked at the... The people that were there and just went, yeah, nah. Because <laughs> I did. How did you go in the first one? I, I lacked sleep um, because they didn't start on time and it was about three o'clock in the morning, I think, for me. Yep. Um, I was, yeah, I can get a little bit hardcore. But I think I finished in the top 400. I didn't get anywhere beyond that. Yeah. Well, um, well that's, that's pretty good because it was hard. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It was hard. The format was a little bit better because um, it, instead of being uh, an hour to run all the um, challenges, you got a day, which is what the same format is this year. Yep. Well, that's great. That's great because that's a good format. It gives people an opportunity to have more than one one or ten goes. And it doesn't matter what time zone they're exactly in. Exactly right. That's what I was about to say. Alpha. Who was the top placed Australian person? Or Australian New Zealand person? The top closest Australian person in the last FSGP, FSGP2, was RS Storm. Oh, he's actually a really good daily player. Finished 13th in the quarterfinals, but didn't enter any results in the semifinals. Well, see, the semifinals were all um, distance ones. I was about to say Storm is a mad um, time trialist. I don't know how he goes in the um, challenge, uh, adventure. Yeah, that's that's how I got knocked out in the second round. <laughs> I didn't even make it past the first round. I've been working on my adventure. Where did Pete finish, Alfred? Really, really far away. We'll see if I can find him on here. Look right down the bottom, because I didn't do very well. 1,268th. There you go. That's still over. That's still over halfway. I went back to the first GP and spoke to the person who actually I didn't speak to him. I sent him a text message on Discord. I messaged Verishak. I used to play with him on a, on one of his alts with one of his alts on Team Cats. So um, I reached out to him and said, "Mate, you were the first person to win the first GP. Can you give us any tips or hints for our listeners?" And I'm going to read this word for word because he typed it to me, and I don't want to. I don't want to try and change what he's said to me, but um, I'll, here, here, here I go. I'm going to, going to try and be, be the best that I can here. Okay, I'd like to say all players that the most important is getting fun while playing the game, not to rush, because when someone, sometimes when you rush, it's even worse. Instead, concentrate and think. Think about how it works and how I can get there just imagine that you've already got that record or won the tournament. That's how it works for me. And nobody is good at everything. If you want to compete professionally, you need to focus on one game. I'm pretty sure that the most pro players in HCR2 are focused only on HCR2. So there you go, guys. If you want to do well, take your time, enjoy the game, and plan how you're going to win. 
from one of the best in the game. Hmm, it is interesting about the um, just focusing on the one game. Yeah, That's um, good advice. Actually, Alpha, who um who were the top three in the uh, the last GPs? Uh, the top three in the first GP was Vershak, uh, Linus, and Craggy. And in the second GP, it was GL Fly, Craggy, and Canyon Space. Oh wow, there's some really big names there. So, hang on, what? So, what was he in the first one? Uh, he was third in the first one and second in the second one. Ooh. He's going to be a big player to beat then. There's there's a pattern for you. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> was oh, I was just going to ask: Was there anything interesting you found in the GP stats, Alpha? Oh yes, there were some interesting things in the second GP. So the winner, GL Fly, was seventh in the semi-final and risked being knocked out. So almost didn't even get in. And Canyon Space finished 32nd in the quarterfinals. If he finished one place lower, would have been knocked out. Jeez. Oh, considering the times that they were getting in the distances, there wasn't much between the top guys. No. Well, I think, I think therein lies some tips for people. If you're, if you're worried about trying to win, all you really need to do for the first you know, knockout is be in the top 1,000 then you've got to concentrate on being in the top 400. Then you've got to concentrate on being the top. So work towards being in the top that you need to mm. be, but not being the top player in every single... Because you could win the first tournament, but then come really badly second in the second, and then you get knocked out. In saying that, having a full day to, to do the races, don't sort of focus on just getting in. Make sure you're well and truly in, because someone of might course. come along and kick you out. Of course. Of course, you know, but I think, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's more about taking a step back, enjoying the game, and then enjoying the community that supports you. We had our own Discord channel that was aimed at helping each other through the GP, and it was great. We had people giving, us, giving each other tips. Uh, people that were competing against each other were giving each other tips. It was awesome. Like, the community really got behind everybody. Um, even 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 though the people that were in this community were still competing against each other. Don't share the links. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, Brobot. Agreed. Don't share the links. We were running our own... Um, we're basically starting a new challenge. That's, all right. That's the word I want to use. We were running a challenge with similar parts, not knowing the exact uh, part set up. Uh, but you know, running similar parts and just showing different lines. It was it was really cool to see people that were. I, I mean, I've said this more than once, but it was really cool to see the community coming together. It was awesome. Oh, that's really cool, Alfred. Did you go in the last one? Ah, uh, no. This will be my first one. Ooh. How do you think you'll go? I don't reckon I'll go too bad. Probably aim for at least round two. How many gems do you have saved up? About 600 at the minute, but I'm grinding cups at the moment. It got the premium pass, so I get about it, probably gain about 200 more gems. Well, hopefully there's a couple of runs with the motocross and the uh, Moonlander for you. Moonlander for yeah. you, yeah. We can always hope. <laughs> I'm decent. 
I'm half decent with anything beginning with an M, excluding the mono. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everyone, except for those mono freaks, mono war people. Yeah, apart from Despo, he's just nuts. <laughs> he is. He is absolutely nuts. I tried one of his challenges the other day, and I think I used a couple of. I'm going to say 20 or 30 gems, and I got nowhere near close. Yeah. Well, I've seen in, in the recent public event, the Time Attack one, he's been using the mono and winning yep. against, against the superbike. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, That's just crazy. No, it's just desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting to see some of the adventure races get through so far given that that's what they focus on and not really the time trials. Alpha, who else notable was um, in the top 10 or top 20 or top 100 from Australia? So Cam, Franz and Will also made the top 100. Cam 68, Franz 88th and Will 89th. Oh, so that means they made the quarterfinals. Yes, they did. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Very do you think though? Do, do you know if they've entered again? I don't know. I will have to check. Actually, no. No one knows because we haven't we haven't published the uh, entries yet. It, it helps that uh, it helps that I know someone who's um, you know part of the GP crew. <laughs> it's not me. Oh, it's it's. I thought it might have been you, or at least someone that you knew. It's my cousin still. <laughs> is, is that the uh, the daily bot there, mate? Oh, I think he. I think that's what he's. He spoke about that last time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that he's a, his older cousin. So I think that's who's um helping the GP crew out to get things sorted and get things running smoothly. Oh, that's very interesting. So I mean, the reason the reason I joined the GP and why I did the GP was mainly to to do a bit of have a bit of fun. For me, it was more about representing OzNZ because I'd just changed my name to Eva slash OzNZ. Um, and I wanted to represent OzNZ. There was there was a whole lot more to it than just the fun, and it was frustrating for me learning how to use some of those cars because it was it was a weird weird mix of cars. You know, it was really rewarding and challenging. Um, but there was one interesting thing because everybody talks about fun and fun and doing it for the kudos and everything else. But when I spoke to Verishak about the first GP. There was a rumour going around about how he had given away his prizes. And I wanted to confirm or deny whether that was true or not. So that was one of my questions to him. And he actually said to me that all of the prizes he gave away. That's very interesting. Because he said it for him, it was about the fun. And I think yeah. a lot of that comes out in a lot of people who talk about the GP. It's fun. And yeah, it is, it is challenging. So, so what are the prizes? Do you know? I'm not exactly sure. There's... A couple of legendary chests. There's. Um... I can fetch them now. I think I remember where they were. They're under the GP rules channel. So just something while you're looking for that alpha, just something for those that are wanting to enter um, or have entered uh, and you're, you know, entering results, always go to the um, uh, bot res- result check channel and run the um, exclamation mark GP command. Because um, that way it'll tell you you've entered what you've entered or what your details are, mm-hmm. um, and the the results you've entered. So it, it's a good way to make sure that you've actually entered the right results. 
and it'll help the GP crew validate everything if you have. So first place gets five legendary chests, the premium pass for December, a custom icon after their name in the Fingersoft server denoting their status as the champion, a vehicle and player look of his slash her choice. Third and second get a premium pass for December and a player look of their choice. The, the rest of the finalists from fourth to eighth get three legendary chests. That's pretty good. And he gave all of that away, did he? He gave all that away. Well, he would have given something along those lines away at the time. Yeah. The first, the first prize stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, um... What a good bloke. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, his, um... You should, you know, as much as I tout our amazing AusNZ server, uh, he also has a server as well. I think we'll pop a little link down to his server as well um, when we post this on uh, YouTube. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Well, I'm a mod, I'm a mod in there anyway, so... <laughs> I think we all are, aren't we? <laughs> uh, so, look, I think that's kind of me about the Fingersoft GP. The one thing I did want to say was... Because of the Fingersoft GP, and we spoke so highly about our daily server, um, I want to apologise to the people who came to the daily server hoping that we were going to be running a daily server and just say, look, um, it'll be back soon. (laughs) 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 Uh, It'll be back soon. And um, we look forward to, after the Fingersoft GP is run and done, uh, look forward to having some really cool daily challenges again. So, um, you know, look forward to that all. Yes, some of us are very busy on that, uh, who are normally helping out on that server, and uh, they can't actually, they need to spend a bit more time on the FSGP. No comment as to who. (laughs) Only some of us. Yeah. Although, Although I hope you guys have saved your gems, because I know in the last one I did spend, I think it was on one of the challenges, it was like close to 300 to try and get through to the next round. No comment, wow. but I've got about 4,000 that I bought yeah. only recently, yeah, knowing it was coming up. <laughs> you, you bought them, did you? Well, I saw a pack and I went, oh, I need some stuff for that, you know, that new EV. It's got gems. I'll do all of that. <laughs> well, um, I've, I've managed to save up about 4,000, so I just haven't been spending any on cups or anything. I haven't been doing friend challenges, so that's helped a fair bit. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm actually glad I'm not racing because I just spent all my gems on upgrading my CCEV. Yeah. I, spent no, I spent no gems on the CCEV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, I think that's a, uh, a good segue into, um, into you, Pete. Yep. And um, what you were going to chat about. Actually, should we call it a segue or should we call it a mono wheel? <laughs> Probably a mono wheel. Well, that's a good mono wheel into our next yeah. segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess it's time for Pete's powered public events. <laughs> Can't believe we've actually called that. That's such a tongue twister. The previous one to what we're doing now was called the CCEVGGWPEZ. Yeah, that's not a tongue twister either. Talk about mouthfuls. <laughs> I don't know who comes up with these names. It is ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that one was only five days to complete it, unlike the previous two, the Halloween specials, which are seven days. 
So only 400 points to complete, which was good. Great to get your hands on all those parts that you were missing out on because they had a couple of the new vehicle-specific chests. So you got all the, all the parts for that specific vehicle. Strategy. My one, I started off with a terrible strategy, according to Alpha. I had winter tyres, magnet and coin boost, and I wasn't really getting very far at all, and I saw all these people using a Kanga setup just shooting past me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not all that great with Kanga setup just yet, which is landing boost, wings, and jump shocks. Thanks to Alpha, he told me a different setup, which actually worked really well, which was landing boost, wing, and uh, what was it? It was coin boost. Yeah. So that that actually got me through a lot better. What was the reasoning for the logic of winter tyres? I just thought it would give me a bit of bit of grip because I I didn't know the vehicle that well. See, so it was a it was all new to me. So I thought it looks a bit slow. I'll just chuck some grip on there. <laughs> didn't didn't work out. <laughs> for the hill climb ones, the tyres are really yeah. good. But these were these were distant or speed challenges, time trials. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wasn't doing very well. <laughs> well, it's interesting because one of those time trials was the mine shaft cup, the the, the long mine mine cup, and that's yeah. now in our team event. Yeah, they were they were all one kilometre tracks, which is good. I thought because it got you a lot of kilometres up when you did it for the team chest. Moving on, I am going to talk about the current public event which is called tachycardia i have no idea what that means anyway that's a that's a time attack one which has how many does it have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten different ones every single one has a different strategy but i just go with the old hot rod with magnet coin boost and fuel boost only because i'm lazy uh, what's everyone else's strategy for the for the public event? I'd like to know. I find the best strategy is usually rally car with turbo coin boost and either after, afterburner or winter tyres, depending on your skill level. But I'm the sweat in the lobby, so I usually use diesel on most tracks. What parts are you using? Uh, diesel. Uh, is usually ju- jump shocks, wings, and start boost. On sled hammer, I use thrusters instead of wings. Hairpin, it's fume instead of start boost. And big dunes, yep. I use thrusters, wings, and turbo, is like which is the diesel world record setup on there. Yeah, I've been I've been annoying people by using oddball vehicles and getting in the top ten with something <laughs> that no one else is using, and it's just sounds like sh- what Daspo is doing. Challenging with his with his moonland, not moonland, just a monowheel. Yep. I want I want a match on Sledhammer with the Mark II. Of course you did. <laughs> well, I've been using I've been using um, the banana. What is the banana? The rotator. Oh, the rotator. Because you know That's it bends right. like a banana. <laughs> it actually does. Uh, my my favourite track for this one's the the big dunes i reckon that's a really good one with the the hot rod yeah i just really enjoy that one I usually it's get so- in the top three it's also quite fun with diesel too yeah that's usually who beats me yeah in my opinion using using diesel is cheating diesel guys 
<laughs> if you know how to use it. If I use it, I come dead last. It's a guaranteed 10. It's a guaranteed 10 if you use the diesel. So it's no at fun. It's nine. just like at, le- at least a very good nine. So um, I, I'm joking about it being cheating. It's just, um, you know, it's the easiest vehicle to make it fast. And I think I like a challenge. Well, you you notice in this conversation, I've stayed pretty quiet. <laughs> Unusual to me. Um, it's because I've gone as far as collecting the thousand coins. <laughs> that's my extent to this. That's my extent to this team event. Well, that's a start, I suppose. Oh, the public event. Sorry, I just don't have the time for it. With everything well, else, well, you've got Max TV where you don't really need to complete it. Oh well, I do on my um alt though. I was not about your alt. Yeah, it's it's something that I was I keep thinking I should, but then it's just too much time. But I do enjoy I do enjoy some of them. The um there are some that I do really enjoy. Um like I actually enjoy the Kanga ones because it's a good chance to practice Kanga because I am really bad at it, bad at it. Fat thumbs, but um yeah, no, it's good. But whereas the these time attack ones are they're just Oh, you can yeah, do them they're anytime. a little bit recycled, aren't they? Like we've done them a couple times before, so just give us something new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, even the other one that I use is the uh, chopper, chopper with thrusters, wings, and landing boost. That's always an oddball one to go fast with. Oh, that is a fun one in the dailies. I like to chuck on jump shocks with the chopper. There is no jump shocks on chopper. Yeah, I know. There's no jump shots. That was a bit of a bit of a troll moment. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on this new car, then, Pete? The new car, the yeah. CC EV. Yeah, I actually quite like it. I reckon it's um, it's got the speed of the rally car, and I actually really enjoy that you can use the boost whenever you want to use it. Mm. I think that's a great function. How about yourself? What have you um, upgraded it to so far? Uh, I've upgraded it to level 18 on everything. Okay. All tunes yep. at 18. Yep. And that, yep. that seems pretty sufficient enough. Um, parts, my, my parts, I'm just upgrading gradually. Nothing's really that spectacular. Trying not to spend a lot of scrap on it. It's interesting that even without parts, it's still fast. Yeah. Um, landing boost helps a bit, but you know you can use the boost. You can you can store the boost and get to that lightning bolt, give you a jolt, and then have some speed after. But um, yeah, you don't have to you don't have to wait for the lightning bolt, which is what I like about it. You can be mid. Yeah, you can use it straight away. Like you've just you've just given yourself a boost, and you can use it straight away again. It doesn't give you a very good boost, but at least it gives you something. Well, if you time those little boosts. To when you're landing somewhere, um, mm-hmm. it's actually quite good. In that minor mile, you know, you can you can use the boost almost all the way through and not use a lightning boost at all. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how I've been doing the team event at the moment. It's, um, it's what, really interesting. Just just to bring Alpha in on this, what is the current world record for mining mile on the CCEV? Current world record is held by Carlos with a thirty-three-seven. Far out. That's fast. That's quick. And there's still that is so fast. One, one or two seconds. What's his setup, Alpha? Ah, uh, Kanga. Kanga. Uh, of course, it's something that I can't. Yeah, that do. just that rules me out. 
rules most yeah. of the community out. If I do Kanga with the CCEV through Miner's Mile, I will get probably a minute and seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's impressive. what I got when I tried it. <laughs> Ranging Wings coin is good for 45, 40 to 45 seconds with, um, with high parts. My alt's got reasonably high parts on the CCEV, and I'm... I'm doing like mid forties with landing boost coin and wings. Yeah, I'm using the same setup, but it's but it's a low pod, so I'm getting about mid fifties. Hmm. Okay, cool. Hey, um, Alpha, we, we've had a a few stats from you already. Um, I was just going to ask, or what teams went well last season? The top team last season was Discord, finishing with fifty eight thousand nine hundred sixteen trophies. A good two, a good two, a good two thousand plus points ahead of North on fifty six thousand six hundred and fifty two, who again finished slightly ahead of the new order with fifty six thousand five hundred and thirteen. They are some power teams there. They really are. That's some impressive scores. So what was that what was Discord's score again? It was fifty eight thousand nine hundred and sixteen. Sixteen. And we did fifteen team events? Yes. So it's yes. an average score of 3,900 points or more. Wow. Far out. <laughs> That's almost a 4K win every, every match. Every match. And if you think about that, that's the top 25 positions. Yeah, that's, that's craziness. And I guarantee you those top 25 positions would be split by 1,000 points mm-hmm. or less. Or less. That is amazing. I, I mean, over the year and a half that I've been playing, you know, this sort of level, I've seen some videos of scoreboards go up and down while big two teams play each other. And yeah, that's that's incredible. That's that's really incredible. That's really well done, Discord. Yeah, I think they're on par to do that again. Yeah, well done. The the current top five at the moment for this season. Is Turkey leading North, the New Order, Discord, and Gredit? Gredit. Well, Gredit is the um, old Reddit team, which now is a question mark. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Two question marks or one question mark? No. One. One question mark. Okay. Two is the um, two is the G Reddit two. Ah, because that's who we're playing at the moment. That's why I asked. Well, should we should we introduce our guest, guys? Well, actually, speaking of the this um, new season of uh, leagues, so we had some exciting developments in the OZZ CCT um, team. Um, that was actually um, uh, GTR spoke about that last week and sort of hinted at what we. Did but um like we've spoken about the origins of the uh, OZNZ community and the team previously and the biggest part of that was the people within and um something we were well aware of within the leaders group but outside the community may not know is that um, Australian and New Zealanders can be a very very stubborn bunch of people when they set their mind on something uh, I think you'll agree to that yep um hundred uh, percent. <laughs> and that was present right at the beginning and is still present now. It's not something um, we easily give up. 
Um, so with the new season, um, we've undertaken an endeavour to bring in some of the most talented Australian and New Zealand HCR2 races into one team. Now, for those that um, manage teams, they know that this is no easy task at all. Um, and it wasn't an overnight um, bit of work. It was something that's been going for months. We started with virtual matches against teams we had already played to see how we would do if these people um, joined. And it was it actually brought a lot of discussion. And um, something that came out of that was, well, we got to November and it actually happened. Uh, it's It was pretty exciting for the team. Um, we're not sure where it's going to take it, but it certainly is fun to see... Um, uh, where this is going um, and now that I've given you a bit of um, an overview on that let me introduce our guest um, Oz Edzen Balder um, welcome and glad you can make it um, can you actually take all the credit for this dream team concept hey guys thanks for having me um, it's really nice to be on the podcast and you know get invited to have a chat with you and I think it's going really well um, thank you to answer your question no, I cannot take all the credit for this dream team. Um, I believe it was a it was a brainchild of um, Bob Anubis. Um, he sort of thought it up, and and it was sort of like a fantasy league thing, you know, just a virtual. Geez, it'd be great if it could happen, but it was more of a virtual sort of thing. I remember, I was talking to Dodgy via dms one day and he was like you should just run it for one month don't try and get people in forever because as he said it can be a stubborn bunch i was like yeah that that actually sounds like a like doable i think people could come and visit for a month and come and hang out and play with the team so yeah it kicked off my frequent flyer miles went up on discord by about three thousand uh, <laughs> but yeah we uh managed to get it happen and I think the good thing about that too is we had these people come through from different teams that knew of us or were new to come across. But the leaders from other teams were really accommodating. Um, got to give a shout out to those guys. And the people that moved aside so these Dream Team members could come across were just super cool about it. They were all about the community. No qualms like, yeah, no worries. I'll move over to Team 2. It wasn't I don't think I had one pushback, you know, it was um, just a testament to the community. Did you think that was a surprise? I was surprised. Hey, like I was, I was expecting a little pushback. Just, I mean, they've been in the team for so long, right? You'd expect a little or like, oh, can you choose someone else? But no, not a single anything. It was just, no worries, all good. I'll, I'll, I'll be yep. cheering for you. Well, it sort of shows how far the community's actually come. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Ah. Now, when I was um, introducing you or mentioning you earlier, I said you wear a, a, a superhero's cape. Now, I know that it's actually not a, a real thing, but more figuratively, because some of the work you do outside of HCR2 is pretty impressive. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you for calling me a superhero, but I probably wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't class it like that. But So I, I'm a youth worker. I work with disengaged teenagers, like high school kids, probably haven't had the best run and aren't doing too well at school. So they come to a workshop and I guess my official title is mentor. So they come to a workshop, we strip down BMX bikes, 
brand new ones, strip them down, sand them, repaint them, rebuild them over 10 weeks. And at the end of the program, they get to keep the bike. Um, oh, wow. That's pretty special. Yeah. So it's, it is really good for them because they get to, number one, complete something, right? So they've, they get to complete a task and feel accomplished and confident. We do a lot of role modeling and positive role modeling with them about communication. I've always said to all the kids, you know, nothing's off the table. You want to talk about stuff that's getting to you, like relationship issues, family, drugs. You know, there's there's so much going on for our teenagers that kind of gets pushed aside because a lot of people are just like, no, oh, they're just crazy teenagers. But they're actually young adults that have issues and real life problems that probably need a bit of guidance, not a bit of uh, rejection and, and pigeonholing by a lot of, I guess, normal community members. So, yeah, we do that. We also build um, boom boxes, Bluetooth boom boxes out of old artillery cases. Awesome. Um, we've, got a small, we've got a small engines program. That's actually really cool. Old artillery cases. It's like an intro to electronics. So if a group's come through and done the bike build and they really liked it or there were some that really enjoyed it and want to come back, um, they can come back and do the boombox build because it's a bit more fiddly and, and, you know, soldering and working with circuitry. So, Yeah, it takes a lot of concentration to do something like that, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit of concentration. There's, I mean, the soldering irons get up to 400, so we can't have anybody who's a little bit irresponsible. So no, no HCR2 during that time for you? No, no. I'm, I'm off the game during the day from about 7.30 to 3.30. I'd check in on Discord my breaks just to see what's happening because as, um, as Anubis would know and other people listening, if you're a team leader, a lot of leading a team is uh, managing people. Yep. So I've got to get on a Discord and sort of keep on top of that as well. But no, um, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> As a recruitment officer, I get drawn to Discord quite often. <laughs> yeah, so there's that side of it. Um, but no, I stay off HCR2 during the day. I'm, I'm well entrenched in my work and um, quite busy trying to do what I can. So what brought you to HCR2? What brought me to HCR2? It's a long and convoluted story. It's, it's an interesting <laughs> one, but to, to keep it short, I got out of rehab about uh, November 2019, so I spent three weeks in there after years and years of leading up to it, so I got out and I needed a new hobby, and um, my son was playing this hill climb racing game on his phone and kind of looked over his shoulder and said, what's this? This might kill some time while I'm trying to recover and you know, get my life back on track. I guess I got hooked from there. I, I overtook him pretty quickly on GP and just loved doing it. So then, yeah, I mem- I can't remember the first team I joined. It was like a couple of letters and a number or something. But then I joined a team called Aussie Slug 420. Um, big shout out to those guys. They gave me my start. Guys like Bobo and Nexus and, and Slug himself. So I stayed there for a little while. My GP increased and was hitting podiums pretty regularly and then sort of wanted a bit more. Someone mentioned to me in the in-game chat this thing called Discord. I was like, what's Discord? 
that was a whole nother rabbit hole I went down. So then joined on Discord and yeah, found you guys. I think it was on yep. the FS um one of the looking for a team or team promotion kind of things and Beat had a an ad up there, you know, come and join OZNZ. That pretty much took off. So yeah. Here I am. I actually remember when you joined up in Team 2. I was actually the leader of Team 2 back then. Yeah, you were too. You brought someone along with you. Yeah, my partner in crime, mate. I can't go anywhere without him, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. We, we lovingly refer to him as Trash Man. <laughs> yeah. That was the funniest when you joined. Yeah, because uh, we were definitely a, a package deal. Um, and yeah. the friendly rivalry we have... Yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> no, um, yeah, big shout outs to you know he he's pushed me to always be better, and I feel like I do the same for him too. You know, just egging each other on. Yeah, you've always been a package deal. <laughs> yeah, even when you but when you you both started in team two, and yeah. after a few few events, I just knew you guys were bound to go up to the top team. So you both went up at the same time. Package deal. <laughs> yeah, and look yeah. at you now. You you're bloody leading it, aren't you? Have you met you know personally, or is it is it just something through the game? No, I haven't met him personally. So, I mean, a bit of distance gap there too, because he's in Adelaide and I'm in Brisbane. But I do have we're on Facebook, so we chat regularly and you know check in on each other more. You know, obviously over the game as well. So we um. We're, we're good friends now, you know. We've really gotten in touch and good, supportive friends. So, yeah, it's interesting how uh, this little game can do that. It is very interesting. That's what I was hoping to lead to. <laughs> so that's why the question. So, yeah, that's that's really interesting because it's um, opened the doors to people who would never have actually physically met. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the, like, uh, I think Bob touched on it too, some of the really altruistic moves that have come out of the community have been like really heart touching. And who was it? Uh, in OC that time with a young young fellow, he was in a bit of strife and Zerfy. Zerfy, yeah, yeah. Far out! What a story like, he has. That was beautiful, man. Just to see that come out yep. of Discord and a two D racing game. You know, like it's changed. Yeah, that's something I. That's something I actually hope to. Um... I'll, I'll get the fryer on at some point um, yeah, and talk us like through that. that. Yeah, that'd be an awesome story, man. Like, what a success. Yeah. So there's there's heaps of that and anything in between. It's been really cool to witness and be a part of. Ah, thanks for that. Thanks for um, sharing all of that. No worries. Um, it's, it seems like it's been a lot of fun for you. Um, but... We normally we'll have um, we have questions that we've because um, we open it up to the community, yep. and we get some questions that come through. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen them, but the guys certainly have. Yep. Um, so I'll open it up to them. So I'll start with um, Eva. Do you have any questions? I'm going to ask the first one. And as I lived in Queensland for ten years, this is the one that's going to get everybody really rolled up. So this is from Oz DDG, Oz NZ DDG. How did you get the name? Boulder or Bowder, and I pronounced it badly on purpose because I want to hear it from you. How is it pronounced, and where did the name come from? 
yeah, the, the pronunciation changes where you're from, really. Um, but yeah, Boulder is a good one. It's probably closest to the Norwegian um, like pronunciation of it. Uh, Boulder. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, Boldo, was it? Boulder. So it's like a U and an R that's rolled together. Boulder. Okay. But yeah, Queenslanders love the old Valda. They're a bit more yep. ochre. Um, so I get both, and it's funny just with the autocorrect. Sometimes I know I think Dreddy calls me uh, Baldrick, um, Baldy, get Baldy a lot. But yeah, so um, Valda's a Norse god. He's kind of known for in that mythology and and the kind of pantheon. He's a god of light, joy, purity, and bravery. Um, oh, yeah. So my first name starts with B. And I really kind of, I don't know, I saw him as a bit of a patron god. I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd around mythology and um, things like Gnosticism and, and belief systems. So I liked his, uh, his responsibilities of that god of light. Um, joy and purity and, and bravery is something I kind of aspire to coming out of, you know, a muddy pit that I did, especially after rehab, you know. Um, I kind of I like the idea of trying to reach up to the light and have a bit more joy and and be a bit braver. So yeah, I kind of cl- clinged on to Balder for that reason. Wow, that's that's very inspirational. That's pretty that's pretty deep for a um a two D game. Yeah, well it's it's followed me outside of the game, so I use mm. it as my handle in a lot of games. Um, and sort of like a pseudonym been writing a few things and use it as my pen name and things like that. So, oh, very cool. Yeah. Al- Alpha, did you have any questions? Uh, yes, I have a question from OzNZ Aiden. Thoughts on young stars, pog, not pog, good idea, bad idea, and lots of potential, none at all, etc. Yep, okay. I've been learning about pog and not so pog. You know, I think your young blokes are teaching us soldies a bit about that, so... Young Stars, all right, so Young Stars, for the people who are not aware, um, was an idea Larrikin had to get all the young blokes, all the young players, sorry, into one team and give them somewhere to thrive. Look, I think it started off as a good idea, but what I think is better is to have all the young people mixed in with all the different ages. We can help guide and be, be good positive role models to the young stars when they're in the other teams as well and they can still grow their GP and, and be competitive and race with us too because there's a range of ages, right? But look, I like the young stars channel. It gives you guys a great place to just let loose and fly some steam off and things. But yeah, oh, it's pretty pog. I'll say that. <laughs> it's poggers. <laughs> it's poggers. No mate. cap. I'm going to put my hand up here. What the... Is Pog. Alfie? I will get a definition sourced directly from the Urban Dictionary. A word to, a word used to indicate excitement or an epic moment. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that explains it, actually. I, I, see. I just think of I those, see. Little cart, those little round discs that we used to have and play Pog with people, but yeah, it's changed. But uh, I think I'm just going to stop there because I've got no idea what we're talking about. Pete, <laughs> have you got any questions? <laughs> uh, yes. I've got a question from one of our community members. I'm going to have a go at pronouncing his name, Xenomorph. 
spelt with an X. So Xenomorph. Yeah, Xenom- Xenomorph, yeah. Here's actually got a couple of questions. So first one, what is your favourite aspect of the game? And second one is, do you know any OzNZ members personally? And last one, is OzNZ a squad or is it a family as well? Um, favourite aspect of the game. I think a lot of people get this too, but it's, it's evolving. So I think when I started, it was adventure. And then the that adventure update came out where you could get stars and canyoneer. And um, I just focused on adventure for ages. Just loved getting new stars. That actually got me a little bit more into adventure too. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. The, the progress stars has helped me get into it a lot. I'm still not quite into it, but I play it a bit more now. Yeah. I fall asleep when watching adventure. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I fall asleep playing adventure, mate. Yep. I don't know how guys like Zoro can handle it. I know. That's a lot of patience. Um, but, yeah, at the moment, I'm really digging time trials. Um, yes, I know. Yeah, I'm just loving it. Um, I know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you've done some impressive times there. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm getting into my groove with the time trials and trying to get a few records and things um i think also after mainly the daily competition yeah and when me and alpha did all those stats on the local records when we went through and had a look at all of them each each vehicle each track um i got a little bit more interest was like oh i'm not too far off a few of those i I should try and clinch a few so time trials 100 percent um the second second question do i know any of the oz and z members personally um, not yet. I'd, I'd like to meet a few. Um, I know a couple in Queensland, Creepers, Cam, um, I think Mad Max is in Queensland. Oh, you um, guys haven't had a catch-up yet? No, we haven't had a, a Queensland catch-up, but mm. I feel like I know a lot of the people pretty well, you know, like it's a, it's a virtual friendship, but we're all pretty open and, and friendly and know a fair bit about each other. So, yeah, I feel like I do know you personally. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And what was the last question? Are we just a squad or? Or is it a family too? Oh, both. Yeah. Yeah. We're a squad family. Squad life. <laughs> family squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... That was the last um, team event, squad yes, goals, wasn't it? Squad goals. I agree. Definitely more of a family than just a squad. Yes. All right. Um, do you have a question, Maury? Maury, sorry. Oh, no, I've, uh, I, uh, I think I've spoken enough. Um, I, I, like I, I know there was quite a few other questions um, that any of the, that the community had. Did anyone have any some interesting ones there? I found an interesting one in here from OzNZ Amy. Are there many parallels between your work in real life and what you do in the OzNZ community? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I, I love working with people and I've got a bit of a soft spot for anybody who's doing it rough or a bit broken and, you know, needs a bit of advice or just an, an open ear and an open heart. So that's what I do at work and it's kind of the same vibe I bring to the community. So, yeah, I think a few people have probably got me in their DMs, you know, just checking in. Um, but also keeping the teenagers 
uh, accountable. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because that's um, uh, Bob touched on the same thing last week or last two weeks ago. That um, you know the the leadership role he actually had to learn some skills for it yeah. and stuff that he was actually able to take away from it. Which yeah, I, I if you would ask me two years ago, would I think Discord was a tool? I couldn't even tell you the no, name of it. It's interesting how much influence and connection you can have over that platform but yeah heaps of parallels that was a that's a good question from amy well here's here's a random question from OzNZGDR. Uh, you've yeah. probably read it but just he's just seen you post about working in a thai restaurant for two years what's your favorite thai dish main and entree can you cook it for him one day <laughs> yeah i'd love to get down there and cook for him man yeah so i worked in a thai restaurant i've I've worn a few different hats over the years, so been a chef, commercial painter, a bit of a scallywag and graffiti artist for a while, but I was working at a Thai restaurant for two years. Probably my favourite Thai dish to cook, uh, main. I, I loved learning how to cook on the woks, so learning how to do pad thais and chakwe chows was really fun. So I think any of those noodle dishes I like to cook as mains. An entree. Hmm. Oh, maybe a really nice Thai fish cake. Mm-hmm. So what time are we coming over? Any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it for 7.30. It'll be a full degustation menu, 13 courses. I'll bring the wine. <laughs> Lovely. But, yeah, all that Thai food has, like, um, there's four elements, so that's sweet, salty, sour, and um, spicy. So whatever sort of component and level you have with those four main sort of uh spice ranges all thai food i think is delicious yeah i've never been to a thai restaurant when i walked out going that was terrible yeah fresh it's really tasty so yeah question from dreddy do you know where my car keys are yeah i do dreddy um have you checked uh what sort of question is that Get up, bit up. Get up, bit up. Yeah, thanks, Jody. Oh, man. <laughs> he loves that TikTok. But no, you're, you're going to have to check your butthole, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to bleep that? No, probably. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Well, we're getting pretty close to the end now. I reckon there's one more question that I reckon is really cool, and it's from RF. Um, how long have you been creating art for? Why did you start, and what's your favourite part of it? I think I'm, I had a thought about that. I think ever since I could hold a pencil or a crayon, uh, I kind of remember getting in trouble for writing on my hallway or decorating my hallway when I was about two um, <laughs> with a lot of crayon. So, yeah. Mum wasn't very impressed, but I've always been very artistic and liked doing it. So I think it was a natural progression for me because I was skateboarding and then had wherever I went skateboarding, I saw graffiti. So then I picked up a can when I was about 13 and used that as my medium for a really long time. Done a lot of murals around the place too. I've seen some of those and they are amazing. Absolutely amazing. I had to they are spectacular. Thanks, guys. But I think the one thing I really enjoy about the artwork is 
I get into flow state. Do you guys know about that? Explain. No. Okay, flow state's when the whole world shuts off and it's just you and what you're doing. So if you guys have a hobby where you feel like the world shuts off and you can just be with that thing, it's it's entering flow state. So it's a sort of brainwave. It, it's like a mental health thing, right? So it's nothing to do with the paint fumes. Nothing to do with paint fumes, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear I always thought that was selective hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can honestly say that's what happens to me when I photograph. And I think it's probably yeah, one of the best point. feelings in the world. Yeah, you, you come away from it just, you lose hours. Like I can lose hours sitting in front of a wall on a scissor lift with a you know huge rack of cans just trying to belt something out. And you do, you feel great afterwards and you can look back on it and it's something you've created. And, you know, I paint for me. I used to paint for what I thought other people want to see, but nowadays it's just what I want to do. So, yeah, it's that flow state. It's just finding my groove. And I just like to create things. So yeah. Thanks for that, RF. That was a good question, mate. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I've, I've just got one last question from myself. Sure. Um, you, you just mentioned that you, you used to skateboard. What was the best trick that you could do? And do you constantly have a bruise on your shins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to skateboard. I still do now. Um, you do? Just sort yeah. Of rolling around from A to B. Had a bit of a stack a couple of weeks ago. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> what happened? Oh, I was just skateboarding to work because I put my car in for a, a mechanics workshop. It was getting its windows tinted and things. and. Like, oh, work's just around the corner. I'll just skate. And um, was coming down a hill on my longboard and a car came out of the driveway really quickly. And oh, no. There's no brakes on a skateboard, right? So I put my foot down to slide my foot. That's the only way to really brake unless you can do a cess slide quickly. Or jump. So I put yep. my foot down and, uh, yeah, kind of didn't think about the grippiness of my shoes on the road. And... Um, my toe gripped and went under my back wheel. So I ended up kind of flying through the air in front of this car. Oh, ouch. <laughs> and uh, doing a roll, all the stuff came out of my backpack and just went all everywhere. It was classic. The um, pea plater in the car had a chuckle and drove off. So, yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> Were you hurt? Oh, yeah. I took bark off my knee, elbow and shoulder and uh, kind of bruised up my foot pretty well. But yeah, such is life. But yeah, the best trick, the best trick I think I ever did. I was really big into doing big gaps and stairs and handrails. Mm -hmm. um, I used to, I used to do a kick flip to a lip slide on a handrail. So it was about eighteen stairs. Kick flip to wow. lip slide down there, and a little pop shove it off. So yeah, that's crazy. Nearly, nearly got sponsored, but then uh. Wrecked my ollie foot, jumped onto a gaff hook that went straight through. So, end of my skateboarding career. Are you goofy-footed or regular? Goofy. Yeah, me too. That's the same as me. Yeah, goof all the way. Yeah. Uh, the most I've ever done stairs-wise, I didn't do any tricks or anything, just ollied down them. Seven stairs, and that was a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, nice. So 18 oh, stairs. Cool. Yeah. That was back a very long time ago. It's handy when you're going down a handrail because you don't have to ollie the whole staircase. So you can just slide down the handrail. But, yeah, yeah, good fun. 
Very good fun. Lots of bruises. <laughs> so many. And no, I don't have a constant bruise on my shin, but I do have a scar on my leading elbow. So whenever I used to fall down and roll, because, you know, you, mm-hmm. you learn how to fall, it's always, I've always got a scar on my front elbow. Oh, there's something that we didn't know about you before. Yeah. Um, so thanks again for that. Pleasure. Um, so, we're, yeah, we've come to the end. And, um, I mean, there were so many questions, and um, like, we, like there always is. So thanks, guys, for asking them. And we're sorry we didn't get to them, but maybe next time we'll get to, to your question. Now we're coming to the point where we get the guest to announce the uh, uh, next guest that's uh, coming on uh, episode. Because in the past couple of weeks, we've had um, always ask the guest now. Baldy, you actually almost didn't get to ask the guest. Uh, uh, announce the guest, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this one's um, keeping it very close to your chest, this one. Um It'll be a nice surprise, you know, I think. Well, you can go ahead and announce it now. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think the clue gave it away that everybody knows him. He's pretty famous. I'm pretty sure if you've been on Discord, you will definitely know who this person is. But it is with great honour that I, for the next episode, we're going to have the one and only is coming on. Um. We're all really looking forward to it. I want to hear him have a chat to us and get on our little rinky-dink podcast and have a chat with us. So, yeah, get your questions ready and um, let's have a yak. Oh, thank you very much, um, Boulder. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an amazing um, podcast next week. Oh, sorry, in two weeks. Um, So thank you very much for coming on. And also to our um, hosts, Alpha Pete and Eva, and our behind-the-scenes people, um, and especially you, the listeners. So come back in two weeks for our very exciting OzEds NZ community podcast. We'll see you then and look forward to chatting to you again. So thank you all and goodbye. And thank you very much, Maury, for stepping in. Yeah, thanks, Maury. It's been a pleasure having you as a a co-host. Indeed. And I just wanted to say thanks to you guys too for having me on. Um, it's been really cool having a chat to you and getting to know a little bit more about you guys as well throughout this whole podcast. It's a great initiative that I think is good for the community. And just a massive shout out to the team and the whole community. What we're doing is great. Um, I'm really stoked to be a part of it. And go Dream Team. Go Dream Team. Yeah, well... Well said, Boulder. Well said. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Before we go, the last thing to do is announce that in four weeks' time, we're going to have the one and only Muzz join the podcast. Really looking forward to chatting to Muzz, getting to know him. Um, So, um, yeah, let's see what happens next.